Hey everyone, and welcome to another Monday check-in. It's June 6th, and we're talking about the last six stages of burnout. I hope you guys had an amazing week, or at least moments of amazings. So let's get into this. So we left off um, at stage six, or we completed stage six, and now we're at stage seven. So the stage seven um, burnout is withdrawal. According to Herbert, Dr. Herbert and Dr. Gale, a person's social life begins to feel small or non-existent. They seek relief in seclusion or embrace escapism through alcohol or drugs. This is such an easy one to fall into, I feel, especially when you don't want to see anyone because you feel exhausted. So you almost, you know, give yourself a good reason as to why you don't want to leave your room or leave your, your, uh, your cave. And I've known, I know I've gone through that sometimes with the nature of the work that I do. I do put myself in almost like a cave-like situation, but not because I'm purposely trying to be away from everyone. Well, I kind of, but I need to, it's for work. The question that this burnout stage really makes you ask yourself is what happens when you aren't in a situation where you have to be in that hole or what happens even when you have no choice but to see people and you want to live in your hole. Um, it's hard because sometimes when you have to get out of the hole and you don't want to, you tend to see people around you that annoy you on another level. Um, maybe they were people that rubbed you the wrong way on a normal day, but on this day, it's on a very heightened level. Um, I know for me, when I get in that mode, I'm in sort of a Sara unfiltered mode. Um, I kind of call it how I see it. It's funny. It's also kind of weirdly liberating too, because it's like, I don't give a shit mode. But I definitely think that you need to understand you're in that mode and create a safe space for yourself, even if you are forced to see certain people. Another important part of the stage is for anyone who does have an addiction to substances like alcohol or they have an addiction to smoking or drugs, even food, it's really important to not cave in and figure out how to resist it. Um, instead of even taking it day by day, I suggest taking it hour by hour because the cravings will creep up. Another way to avoid this is to keep those things away from yourself um, maybe hide your keys or if you're living with a partner, give them the keys or just don't bring them in your house. Um, having kind of maybe even a buddy system that you can call and work through that moment where you do feel that low and you want to cave into those, um, addictive substances, which comes stage eight, which is odd behavioral changes when a person undergoes obvious behavioral changes that concern friends and family that concern at times can be real especially if you're spiraling um, being mad being really aggressive being angry even sad changes in your behavior when you're you know an extremely happy passive maybe even person and then all of a sudden you're angry over the smallest things um, I, I think that emotions, it's really important to express them, but there's always a level of respect you have to maintain for the people around you. And I think when you're able to understand that it almost creates a line in the sand for you not to cross again. So it also makes it easier for you to crawl out of that dark hole 
without burning any bridges. And that's, you know, a hard thing to do. I know it can be, especially for a lot of people who don't even know they're in it. And that comes back to awareness, which I mentioned last week. It's very important to understand you're in burnout um, mode. And especially at stage eight, you should know at this point that this is where you're at. Um, And then the next stage is depersonalization. So what that really means is when a person fails to see themselves or others as valuable, this is accompanied by a failure to acknowledge themselves or others' needs. Um, a little bit of that is gaslighting, and I've talked about that as well, and I'm guilty of doing that to myself quite a bit. What a lot of people don't, under- don't understand is for a lot of you out there who do suffer from burnout, just like I do, when it's accompanied with anxiety and depression. So let's say that's something that you already battle and those are challenges you face on a daily basis. That situation is now compounded. And that is a very tough situation to be in. And that is, again, why I think it's important to know when you're in that stage because you can really prepare for that. Um, And then talking about gaslighting, I've done that a lot on this podcast. When I'm in burnout mode, I've almost kind of hit rock bottom at times. And that rock bottom is that gaslighting I do to myself. And a lot of it is caused by some of that anxiety I feel. So what I did this time around was I found out hanging out with people who love and care about me is so important. Um, even sometimes if you want to hang out with them in silence, I think that's okay. Or even watching a movie. Without naming any names, I do want to give a shout out to a certain special someone who rescued me last week. She was so sweet and so kind, such a dear friend who knew I was going through kind of a rough time. And uh, it wasn't really just one thing. It was almost like everything, just a lot of things I'm working on and not getting enough sleep, not drinking enough water, not taking care of myself. And it was just so therapeutic to talk to her um, because she also understands where I'm coming from to some extent. So I just want to say a shout out to her. Um, but I suggest that if you're in the stage, you know, try and do the same if you're if you're able to and if you feel comfortable to talking to even one person. If there is not anyone, that's fine. I would think going to a therapist and seeking professional help is also another option. There's nothing to feel ashamed about doing that. Um, If that's not something you want to do, then maybe just even start with creating affirmations for yourself. I think it's just really important to get yourself out of this hole because this stage can really lead to crash and burn. Burnout is a really tricky, slippery slope because you're already feeling so many different emotions. And when you're already feeling not nice about who you are, you're doubting your confidence and and your ability to do the things that you know you love and you know you're good at. It's, again, a slippery slope, and if you're not aware of it, it can lead to serious things, which takes in, which now I'm, I'm going into um, stage 11, which is depression, and that is one of the telltale signs of forthcoming burnout, when a person suddenly feels lost and unsure, exhausted with the bleak worldview and no enthusiasm for the future. There is no shame in going through this, but again... There needs to be an awareness if you do want to come out of it. I think what's important is knowing that you, like, I'm sure 
you want to come out of it. And sometimes though, when we're in depression, we might not even think we're in depression. I know that when I have anxiety, I probably do go in a little, a little like mode of depression. I don't want to take away from anyone else's, um, anyone else's feelings who do go through serious depression, but I do go through a mode of anxiety that can lead me down that slippery slope. And for me, you know, some of the things I've already said, like working out and eating right and hanging out with friends, that helps me. Sometimes even just being on my own helps me. But for others, there is, you know, doing all that is still not good enough or is helpful, which takes me to the last stage of the burnout um, stage, which is burnout syndrome. And a full burnout syndrome often results in a person's complete mental and physical collapse. At this stage, seek medical attention. I've been lucky enough to not hit that stage. Um, Thank God I've been lucky enough not to hit that depression stage. But according to Dr. Herbert and Dr. Gale, you know, if you do feel this way and you have reached that stage, there is nothing wrong with seeking help and even just figuring out what's going on with you. Because it could be, you know, a hormonal imbalance. It could be, you know, a PTSD thing you're SD that you're going through. It could be all sorts of things. But if you're not going to talk about it and not share about share this with anyone, you're never going to know. And it's just going to keep happening and it's going to keep spiraling out of control. I'm right now at the very tail end of, you know, maybe not my complete burnout 12 stages. I don't necessarily believe that every person will go through all these stages. I think sometimes you can get from, you know, to stage three and then you can kind of nip it in the butt and move on. Maybe there are times you get to stage 10 and you nip it in the butt. And then for those who do get to the very end stage, you know, it's, it's one of those things that it could happen because you're still in that denial phase and that quick descent is easy to do. So, I just want to let you know that you're not alone. There's many of us who go through different stages of burnout. But when you do the work, which is really hard, I know, trust me, it is hard to do. But once you're doing it, you do come out feeling a lot stronger. I can't explain it. Uh, You kind of start feeling more confident yourself again. And it's a new you. So please don't ever feel like you failed yourself. Don't feel like this is the end. It's never the end. As long as you're breathing, you still have time to change it around. And that concludes, guys, this episode on burnout. I really hope this helped you. It's not an easy thing to do and admit, but hey, we've all been there and we're here for you. Hit me a comment if you have any suggestions on things that have helped you on your burnout journey till next Monday. Please be kind to yourself and have an amazing week, y'all. Don't forget to like and subscribe, people.